Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. There's Poor Things, that's uh, uh, produced by an Irish company, Element Pictures, uh, nominated again for um, Best Production. And now uh, the Oscars, we're talking about the Oscar nominations. And we have uh, a man who was very familiar, um, despite his modesty, with um, with the Oscar ceremony. There's film editing, Oppenheimer up again, Poor Things up again. John Carney, John, good afternoon. How are you? Good. <laughs> where, where are you? Going down to get some medicine for my dad in the uh, local chemist. <laughs> in in Los so, Angeles. It's very funny. No <laughs> way. I stay I try to stay out of that city as much as I can. I'm in rainy Dublin like the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nominees for sound, John Oppenheimer again. Tell us about Killian Morphy because you wore but first of all, tell us about your own excitement because Flora and Son, a fantastic movie, has got music nominations. Well, I don't know if it has now. It's on a short list or, yeah, or a long list, something like that. So I okay. don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, you have to take these things with a pinch of salt, but then, like, at the same time, you kind of can't stop getting a little bit excited and fluttery on the night before. But, okay. um, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's brilliant. It's good fun to be nominated. We had brilliant fun with Worms and then Begin Again got a nomination, yeah. obviously, for Best Song. And once, it's, yeah, it's and, so and, once, and once won the Oscar. Indeed, it did. Yeah, did, no, it that did. was an amazing night. Man. That was one, yeah. that was that was a very good fun day. But you know, you have to be you have to take it all with a pinch of salt. I mean, how many great films get overlooked every year? Yeah, you know? Exactly. So it's not, exactly. It's more an indication now of the campaigning you did and all of that sort yeah. of jazz, which is interesting. So it's it's fun to watch, and it's, you know, the Irish. Oh, here I we mean, are, think, actor, actor in the leading role. Let's open. Okay. For performance by an actress in a leading role. No, an actor. Actor. Annette Benning. Oh, sorry, Naya. sorry, they're gone. Oh, they're doing, they're gone. Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Killian, Moon. Killian, I can tell you, uh, I can tell you, John, Killian Sandra Murphy has been nominated. Uh, actor in a leading role for Oppenheimer, along with Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, which seems to be the big argument. In the actress in a leading role, it's coming in on two different screens. Annette Benning, Lily Gladstone, Kerry Mulligan, who we all know from the UK, Sandra Huller, and Emma Stone as well uh, for Poor oh, Things. Brilliant. Poor Things is sweeping it, sweeping it in terms of nominations. I know Oppenheimer, Killers and Barbie are up there, but Poor Things seems to be the... It's brilliant. Congratulations to Ed and Andrew now in Element. I mean, they're just unstoppable, aren't they? And an, and a, an Irish cinematographer, isn't that correct? Rob Robertson. That's right, yeah. yeah. Robbie, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. no, no, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Their track record is brilliant now, so that's just great news for them. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Have you seen... So Killian Murphy's been nominated for actor in a yeah. leading role. Here's, direct, here's directing. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall, which, as you know, is a French movie. Um, yeah, great film. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese, obviously. I listened, yeah. I listened to a British... Uh, Oppenheimer, directing again. Christy Nolan. Christy Nolan from the flats. Christy Nolan. Christy Nolan from the flats. Poor Things again. There you are, nomination for uh, directing brilliant. and the zone of interest. So Oppenheimer and Poor Things. Well, we've two direct interests interest in that. John Carney. I'm delighted for Killian. Oh, yeah. what's, what's he really like? He's very quiet, isn't he? He's very modest. Here we are, best picture. Stay with me, John Carney. Robbie Stay Brown. on your bike. Here we oh, come. Don't worry. 
<laughs> the Holdovers. Mark Johnson, producer. The Holdovers, yeah. That's a great British Killers film. of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Loved Dan the book, Friedman, wasn't mad about the Bradley movie. Thomas, Martin Scorsese, and Daniel Lupi, producers. Maestro, Bradley Cooper, Steven Spielberg, Fred Berner, Amy Durning, and Christy McCosco-Krieger, producers. Okay, isn't the, the nomination for Best Picture. Great, Thomas, great. Charles Roven, and Christopher Nolan, producers. Great, so Maestro is in there, Pass as we lives. all know, Leonard Bernstein. David Killers. Christine Vashon, and Pamela Koffler, producers. Past lives, that's it. Korean Poor movie. things. There we are again, John. Andrew Lowe. Look at that. Well, look at how many, how many nominations has Poor Stone Things got so far. I think it's about six. And That's incredible. So, Killian Murphy, I don't know. We'll get the odds now. We look up the bookmakers and we'll get the odds on Killian uh, in, a, in a few minutes. But there's uh, Oppenheimer and Poor Things. I'd say Killian's sure to get it. And Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. Even though. I've seen an actor from. From when I knew him, I, I, he was in my first, or his first movie okay. we did together. And he, if you, if, you know, I've never seen a man more determined and, and have, you know, have his career in his sights in, wow. in the way that with Gillian, you know, from very early on, uh, you know, incredible determination, yeah. and really smart about business and what gigs he'd take and, you know, just really, really nailed it. And he's a great actor. He deserves it. He's a brilliant actor. But even even his his uh, household name through Peaky Blinders, John. Uh, that it, was a great coup for him. Wasn't oh, it? That great. Was a, he was so brilliant. So, and well, that, yeah. and yeah. that was hard work. That was hard work. Yeah. That was. The hours in. Yeah. And the act was great and the vibe was great. You know, he was terrific. He's a great, he's a brilliant actor. I mean, I, I saw it years out, but you'd be blind to miss it. Anybody who saw him, you know, when he was 22 and he was in Dublin, he'd done a short movie. Um, I mean, I had to kind of fight for him a little bit to get him in on the edge years ago because it was sort of all about Colin Farrell back then and Killian was sort of un, okay. untested, you know. Yeah. And, and But you, know, you could tell when he walked into a room that he had, he, had, uh, he had the killer instinct, you know. And Killian didn't do the celebs. He still doesn't, actually, as far as I know. Uh, he doesn't do the celebs. Sir, sir, sure he doesn't. He's quite reticent. He's, uh, yeah, I think, I think he's... I think he's um, yeah, he's a family man, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. And Yvonne, congratulations to him and Yvonne. Uh, great, yeah. great community worker, as you know, John, in Dublin, long-standing, great, exactly. great, great work on the ground with people, especially in West Dublin. That's yeah, Yvonne, yeah. Uh, Killian's, Killian's partner. Uh, Paul, yeah. Paul Giamatti in the holdovers. Everyone knows him from the, 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 the wine movie. What's the wine movie called? Sideways. That's right. That's what I said. Yeah. You, you took, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's. I just wonder would he be Killian's biggest um, opposition? Oh, I don't think so. I don't. Okay. I don't think Killian has any competition for this one because you know Giamatti is a genius actor. I mean, he's kind of yeah. like a Philip Seymour Hoffman or somebody like that. But he is. You know, the, the role the Killian's doing the Oppenheimer thing is kind of like a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a big, big kind of studio movie. Uh, it just has big muscle behind it, and you know it's a performance. You know it's, it's okay. over time, and he does lots of makeup, and he's different periods of the, of his life, and all of that. So I think Oscar tends to sort of love that kind of performance, don't they? Even though Paul Giamatti is just like, you know, yeah. he's one of those. He's like a. I mean, he's just he'll go down in the history books for being one of the greatest actors of our generation. I would say. Okay. And the film's great. Holdovers is terrific. 
Um, the, it's, I've just been told, John, that the, the floor and sun was not shortlisted. Is that no. this, okay. Oh, no, I, I really don't expect it to be, to be honest. To be, well, it's it, great to know, be. It's, it was, it's brilliant to be long-listed. Well, it's got, good, you know, you do your thing and, and sometimes they pay attention and sometimes they don't. And as I say, you know, you've got to be yeah. out there on the ground canvassing, you know. Yeah, and then, well, you, I, I first came across it, um, well, I saw you filming down in near Greek Street Flats there one day, brilliant location yeah. in the Herbert, yeah. the Herbert Sims, uh, beautiful, beautiful uh, Dublin City Council flats down there. And then you did well, very well at Sundance. Isn't that correct? It was snapped up by Apple. And then I think I, I think I watched it on the first day. It was on Apple and I was absolutely bowled over. I absolutely loved it from beginning to end. I loved the acting. Right. I loved the music. I loved the ending. I just loved the ending in that pub. I think it was Hughes's pub, if I'm right. Uh, probably That's wrong. But am I right? No, you are right. That's oh, exactly where We kind of filmed everywhere, you know, very realistically from that kind of area. So we didn't go into studios. We sort of, you yeah. know, did it in real locations. And, you know, the people around there were incredibly supportive of the movie and sort of helped us make it in the right way. And so, no, so, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I'm, I'm delighted with the movie. Yeah. And I'm, you know, Eve, I think, was stellar in it. I think she's just she, great. Absolutely brilliant. And um, But doesn't it say a lot about me, John? I can't remember the name of one of the most successful movies of all time, Sideways. <laughs> but I can identify the inside of a pub in Florida. There you and go. That's, that's, a true, that's a true dub. Says it all. Says it all. Says it all. <laughs> and you mentioned... Right, are, are you near the chemist yet? I'm walking around the chemist waiting for my dad's prescription. Brilliant. Looking after kids and my dad. Yeah, good time. lad, good lad, good lad. Normal, normal people, normal life. Normal people, normal, people, yeah. normal life. Um, <laughs> don't worry, we'll be back with another film next year. Oh, don't you worry. Well, great, we'll great. What's what's on the um, on the list? So I have a film that I'm doing myself and Peter McDonald, who's the actor. Uh, uh, love him, love him. Yeah, we wrote a film together. We've been working on it for years. Um, so we're hopefully getting that one off the road. I have a thing with Tom Hall, who we did Bachelors with, and yeah. my brother, Kieran. There's a few different projects. We'll see what the year has uh, in store for us. But we'll definitely, we'll definitely make something this year, we hope. Great. And John, John, when, when you... I know it's a long time ago now, and you've, you've done so many fantastic, especially movies since, um, but Bachelors Walk, when... when yeah. When people mention it, it's just so iconic at this stage. It's incredible. Yeah, great fun. It was brilliant. But I'm sure nobody cares about Bachelor's Walk now today with these bleeding Oscars. Yeah. For... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay well, on topic, Joe. Well, go back, go back and watch Simon and go back and watch Don in uh, Bachelor's Walk. And uh, it's, it's, it's the whole ensemble cast that you got together for that is just absolutely... Um, Absolutely. Yeah, Keith and Don and Simon and Marcella. Marcella. And, uh, that, yeah. the, best, the best time of our life. We were young and no mm. kids, no, no, nothing to hold us back. And, you know, like the keys to the, the keys to uh, the, the sports car for a few weeks, making that show every year. Yeah. It was amazing. It was just brilliant. And Marcella. Uh, yeah. And Marcella. Yeah, Marcella. Yeah. You, you haven't yeah. left each other's side since? No. Two kids now and... Uh, yeah. Make the learn the packed lunches, bringing the kids into school, making movies together. She was in Florida, and she's actually going to be in the next film as well. We hope. Great, great, family. So, John Carney, keep keep the uh, creativity going. It's an incredible, incredible gift, an incredible skill. 
um, and long, long may you continue in your family, yourself, Marcella, and, and, and the children. Kind regards to your dad. Um, Thank you very much, what, was, yeah. was, was he in the arts world, was he? Well, vicariously, he was a great, he's a great film lover and a okay. great film lover. You know, real old school and encouraged us to watch all the, and my mother as well was, you know, into wow. their Hitchcock and their Truffaut and their, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. great old Hollywood movies. So they were always on around the house. So, yeah, absolutely. That's how you kind of get uh, your, your start and your education, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of yep. you know, almost, as you know, John, children, almost by osmo- osmosis. You don't know what they're picking up yeah. until years later when they, when they, John, when they throw it back in your face. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's you know. <laughs> Okay, get yeah. get the script. Find the Oscars, the kids. That's that's way harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, no, uh, kind regards to you, John, and thank you so much for your time. That's no the, worries, Joe. That's a wonderful John Carney. He's in a chemist above in Renly. Everyone thought he was in Hollywood. Uh, he was shortlisted. Flora and Son. If you haven't seen, it, if you can get to it, I know it's on a platform. Um, it's it's. Uh, a, Gorgeous movie, a beautiful movie, really beautifully shot. Um, Eve Houston is in it. Uh, Marcel is in it, as as you just heard. Um, and but the 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 young the young uh, cast in it are just absolutely uh, fantastic, absolutely uh, up there. And and the Jack Rayner is in it. Uh, Oren Kindlin, give Oren Kindlin a big big shout out. He's absolutely brilliant in it. And he's only Don, who was in Bachelor's Walk, the wonderful Don Witcherly, the legendary Don Witcherly is in it as well. Um, but that's for our, and Eve Houston is just absolutely stunning. Stunning in it and incredible, incredible acting. Okay, um, Killian Murphy has been nominated for Best Actor. That's the the main takeaway today. The second big takeaway from the Oscar nomination. I know it's not the end of the world and there's loads of film awards, but it's all a bit of fun. And I remember the crack we had in 1989 stroke 90 when it was, I was on the Gay Bourne show uh, start at nine o'clock in the morning I was producing it. Gay was obviously uh, pre- pre- half presenting it. I thought he was doing his best. Uh, he was presenting it and the word came through. The Oscars uh, were, were during the middle of the night, the actual ceremony. And um, the, uh, the my left foot, Brenda won, Daniel won, uh, just swept. That, was, that to me was the first Irish uh, breakthrough in the Oscars. Jim Sheridan's wonderful my left foot. But I remember we rang the hotel where the party was and we happened to get the doorman, the doorman who was half Irish. And he spent the next two hours in uh, Los Angeles going in to the various different parties and bringing the phone with him and putting them on to Gayborn. It was a great, great, great fun. Okay, good, good start for the day that's in it. And uh, Poor Things is the one that's completely, I know it got, it got nominations and Emma got nominations, uh, but it's really swept the nominations, at least, uh, for the Oscars, along with Oppenheimer, Barbie a bit further back and uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. A number of years ago, for various reasons, and it changes every year, which is brilliant, we've been talking to uh, Ballyfermot uh, uh, School, um, Ballyfermot Senior College, besides it there in, in Ballyfermot. Um, and Simon Marr is uh, of... Uh, 
principal of Ballyfermot College of Further Education there in the centre of Ballyer. Uh, Simon, congratulations again, because I congratulated you in the school before on uh, Richie Bainham uh, from Tala, and he, he's won uh, num- numerous awards, and he's an animator, a brilliant animator. Uh, Simon, well done on Robbie Ryan. He's got a nomination for Poor Things. It's brilliant. No, it really is. Uh, thanks for the promotion, by the way. I'm not, uh, I'm not principal of Valley Fairmont College yet. I think Cecilia would give out to me for that one. But, okay. uh, uh, but, no, but it's, no, it's really great to see Robbie doing so well. And it's always great to see somewhere like Valley Fairmont managing to get its nominations. I think that brings us up to 11 nominations and at least That's three neat. wins now wow. at this stage wow. in the Oscars, like, you know, which, is, which is an amazing... It's a testament to the place it's at, but it's really... It's a testament to the students and to not just the skills they have, but the love that they have for film as well. Isn't that astonishing? And I remember the location you were at in the centre of Ballyfermot. We used to, we used to uh, refer to it before anything was built there, uh, Simon. We used to refer to it as a glass road. It was just derelict, vandalised, broken glass everywhere. Mm. And then the likes of, of a number of brilliant people in Ballyfermot, uh, Tommy Field and John Sweeney, Ken Larkin, they all campaigned for a school there. And out of yeah. the school, the second level school, and then came a library. And then came Tesco, and then came the Ballyfermot College of Further Education. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So Robbie Ryan went to Ballyer. He's he's an amazing cinematographer by all accounts. Um, yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing. No, he's like the, it's the the skill level that the, that these people have. But to be able to go on, and there's a demand now to be able that when somebody finishes in Ballyfermot, they go to Hollywood, but that they're able to say on their CV or they're able to say when they pitch or go for an interview to say, I'm co- I've come from Ballyfermot College. Yeah. You know, so that, that is the very idea of it. Because when you think of, I suppose, the great film schools of the world, you know, Ballyfermot isn't a name that would immediately spring to mind. But within the industry, there's the absolute recognition straight away, you know, and it's the, they know that when people arrive from Ballyfermot that they're going to have the skills and the ability to do the job. And Robbie Ryan's a great example of that. Well done, well done. And we really punch above our weight, don't we, in, in so many, well, especially in animation. I'm thinking of oh, Tom, I'm thinking of Tom Moore and Nora Toomey as well, and cartoons and that, the book of Kells, the number of nominations they've got over over the years. How uh, how's the school doing at the moment, Simon? It, it, you know, it's it's doing well. It's doing well for yeah. for 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 somewhere that is. I suppose when the whole PLC thing started, when you think it's probably thirty five years ago since the PLC thing really started to take off. But to be able to get into the areas where there is that growth, and particularly to be able to get into the creative stuff. You know, there was a lot of times when you would, would have been, I suppose, expected to go down a much more conservative route with the idea then of deciding, you know, you know, the animation area has grown, and we would have been, you would have been looking at Sullivan Bluth and the likes back in the 80s, you know, and as that, as that would have developed, as the radio mm-hmm. industry developed, is it, you know, another example of it as well, you know, from the, the late 80s into the 90s and up to now, and lots of things, even within TV, now the TV has got almost cinematic in some of the productions yeah, that have yeah. been made there. It's been able to have the courses that follow that, because what people are looking for is they're looking for the sort of people who are able to do the thing. You know, there's, there's, lots of people can read about the thing, but actually being able to go on set or into a studio and say, right, I'm a production designer, you know, an animator, I'm a sound guy, I'm a cameraman, whatever it is. You know, it's, it's the being able to do it is the thing that really stands to Bally Fairman. And that's why people are still 
applying to and coming to Ballyferma College today. Well done. Remind people again, 11 nominations. Yeah, so when you go, when you go, when you think back, like yeah. from, there was Richie Bainham and his two wins that were in there. Yeah. You mentioned Tom Moore and Paul Young for Wolfwalkers. Yeah. And Nora Toomey's breadwinner from 2018, which is an wow. amazing thing. And then last year, Jill Beecher was up as well for production design, you know. So there's, there's, there's people right the way, right the way across the sphere, like, you know, what who, are, who are there. And there's the people around the world who are doing it. So it's not, yeah. it's not even a surprise when you see it on a, you know, a list of credits anymore. You just look, there's, there's an Irish name has appeared on the credits for a movie or whatever it is. Whereas now, it's not, it's not even surprising. And even more so, you know, in the technical field, the, the Woman King last year won the VFX award at the IFTA. So we're big, and Ireland is big in the world of special effects as well, you know, and in the digital creation and all of that stuff and the immersive media side of things as well. And that's, these are the areas that are growing, but just, it's when you, just when you see the, mm-hmm. when you go to the cinema and you see the name scrolling up and you kind of go, look at them, there's an Irish name and look at them, they're from Ballier. Incredible, an incredible volcano of creativity in the country. Well done, Simon Marr and everyone in Ballyferma College of Further Education. Paul Anthony Ward, the the leader, Oppenheimer has 13 nominations. Uh, Poor Things has uh, 11. Have, which ones have you seen, Paul? Um, I've seen Oppenheimer's masterpiece, I love it. Okay, how many times? I've, I've, seen, I've seen everything apart from Poor Things. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Because I... I'm not a crazy fan of his director. He can be hit and miss. But um, I'm definitely going to see that. But I've seen the holdovers. It's great. Oh, you know? no, this is Paul Giamatti. Um, that's up yeah. for a, he's up against um, he's up against Killian for best actor. Um, and yeah, many, many... he was the best actor. You know, they nearly always go with the big showy performance. You know, yeah. chewing the scenery. And that would be Paul Giamatti this year, which is brilliant. He's hilarious and he has a wonky eye in it. And if anybody has seen this film, I've seen it, and they keep switching the wonky eye. Is it the right eye or is it the left eye? If anyone else has copped that, let us know. But I think Killian's going to win it anyway. It's just so good and so much momentum. How many times have you seen it? Oh, I saw it in the cinema the day it opened, and then I bought the 4K and rewatched it last week. It's stunning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I haven't got to it yet, but I did watch a documentary over the weekend about two hours, well, an hour and yep. 40 minutes on Oppenheimer. And yeah. every uh, he's an incredible card, an incredible uh, genius. But um, I could see I'm I'm looking at him and saying I can see why Killian Murphy is just so ideal casting, so ideal. Yeah, you look ideal more of him in his face. Yeah, he's the image of him, slight, yeah. slim guy, piercing eyes. You know, although I think uh, Killian's a real bright blue. I've seen them walking around O'Leary one day. You just see a pair of blue eyes coming <laughs> at you. I nodded. He nodded. That was it. But, <laughs> you know? but, but didn't he say that in an interview recently? Killian, when he's back home, I think it's Monkstown he lives in. Yeah, um, yeah. Killian, he goes around with a with a, a baseball hat and a hoodie. He doesn't go in for the. Uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he's, I'm sure he doesn't mind being stopped. But he doesn't. He doesn't flash it. And uh, no, but you no, you did very, see him. Very, you did see, you did see him with the hoodie. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you just nod and, and nod back, courses. Because I'm in the biz as well, if you know what I mean. So okay. You sort of the nod and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> well, where where is this going? Well, he's got so many nominations: BAFTA, Golden Globes, SAGs, the whole thing. What what next? He's for me, the new shelf down in Monkstown. Anyway, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
you know no carpenter can yeah. do no job from is there, is there an Ikea near Monkstown can we get, no, get no, no we don't have we're, we're a deprived area <laughs> here in we don't have anything like that out here Joe oh, you should put in for a grant or something to get you to get your local local Ikea so you're you're as John Carney as John Carney was he said uh, Killian is shoe in for best yeah, actor yeah. and yeah. you you follow will Oppenheimer get best movie yeah it will there's nothing else comes anywhere near it this year Okay. You know, for a while I was thinking, oh, well, the Barbie thing is so big, but I think it's just, they're just happy with all the money on that. It's, uh, it doesn't have, there's just, see, the last few years hasn't been great really for, this is, Oppenheimer's like a big movie, a big old-fashioned, big Oscar-winning, crowd-pleasing movie with loads of nominations, technically great, cast is great, music sounds a lot. You know? Okay, yeah, well done. Well so done. I can't see anything. I'd say at least seven wins, I'd say. What's your favourite movie of all time, Paul? Given of all movie? time, is, it is The Exorcist. Oh, is it? Yeah. It is The Exorcist. And then maybe Lawrence of Arabia. Or Lawrence of Arabia. Okay. And Godfather 2. Just to be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. it's, it's, it's The Exorcist ever since. I saw it, and anyone ever remember the Irish Film Centre in the Connor Bridge? Oh, I saw it in there on a double bill with Are You Being Served, the movie. And there's a double bill. There's a double bill. In the late 70s, because I was too young to see it when it first came out. I used to watch people going in to see it, the old pavilion in Dunleary. I was too young to get in, just to see them all. See where they all coming out, getting sick and all that stuff. But it's a masterpiece. You know, I, re- I have the original Beatamax of it. And um, the DVD. And the VHS. And the, the Blu-ray. And the special edition Blu-ray. And now I have the 4K. I think the only, the only movie I ever, I ever snuck into was Ryan's Daughter. It was over 16, oh, I think. <laughs> I think I was 12. Did you run back out? Did you no, have to I, lo- hours? How long is I this? loved it. I loved it. I loved yeah, no, it's it. A great, it's a great, stunning look of movie. Okay. Paul really Anthony Ward, good to meet him all good. Thank you, Cheers, Paul. Thanks, Joe. Take care of yourself. You Bye. too, old pal. Luke McManus. Luke, you were long listed for your wonderful piece. It's a piece of art. Our Circular Road, about the North Circular Road and lots more in between. Luke, um, you were watching the nominations. I presume you weren't surprised by Killian. No, not at all. I think, uh, I mean, there's two things there. Obviously, it's a brilliant performance uh, and he carries the film. And to be honest, a lot of the film is lads sitting around talking about work yeah. permits and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But he makes it so compelling. But I think the other thing that has to be reminded is, you know, Oppenheimer did huge business. And yeah. at the end of the day, the, indus- the industry loves huge business. Um, I think Oppenheimer was the highest grossing film in the history of the IFI, which uh, I was reading recently in Dublin okay, and yeah. uh, people just came out to see it and there's been a bit of an issue lately with Best Pictures being a little bit on the obscure side in that kind of COVID period you had stuff like Coda that just wasn't really a film that anyone had seen you know mm-hmm. so I think everyone in Hollywood is very comfortable to be back in the Christopher Nolan world where there's like you know a very very good film that's done incredibly well at the box office and everyone knows it so yeah I would say he's a shoe in all right and especially, I, I presume, because of the the year that that was in it post COVID, the with Barbie and Oppenheimer have really got really put bums on seats in cinemas, massively, massively, and it needed to happen because people get out of the habit of doing things when they're not allowed to do them for two years, and cinemas were already under a bit of pressure, yeah, yeah, streaming and TikTok and YouTube and you name it. So there was a bit of a fear that it would never really come back, and I think. What Barbie and Oppenheimer have done and, and other smaller films, you know, is kind of stake the claim back for the value of going to the cinema. And I know you love going to the cinema. Mm. I love going to the cinema. Like, 
And when I look at those nominees, I'm kind of hoping Maestro and Killers of the Flower Moon don't do very well because they had very limited cinema runs. Okay. You know, they went straight on to streaming after a couple of weeks, yeah, whereas yeah. your Barbies and your Oppenheimers, they really went for it, you know? And they really, they really kept faith with the with the cinemas. They kept faith with the communal gathering of people watching the same thing and magnificent uh, technology. And and uh, I I I I, lo- I know Coda was twenty twenty one, but I liked it. And and particular shout out to our own Ferdia Walsh Pilo who was in it as well. But it was it was uh, as you say when you get into the Christopher Nolans and the Oppenheimers and indeed the Barbies, you were talking mega, mega, mega books. Now, John John mentioned earlier that he wasn't all that disappointed, um, even though he was in a, he was in a pharmacy at the time buying buying tablets. <laughs> but he said he wasn't. He said he said he wasn't disappointed because he they didn't have the wherewithal to campaign. Now well, you, you were you were long listed for Circular Road, but and it's been Arthur Road obviously. Um, did you could you campaign to get on the short list or what's what's that protocol? Well, what's that what business happened. like? I, I mean, look, I made a ninety grand film, like you know, thanks to the Arts Council, and I made a film that I thought myself and maybe a few other heads in the neighbourhood might be interested in, you know. So I was just blown away that it did well in the cinema, and we had the festival run and the awards and all that. So the Oscars were never on my radar. Okay, but then. Over the summer, at the start of the summer, I was speaking to a cinema in New York and they were like, we'd like the film. Do you want to do an Academy qualifying run? So basically to qualify, you need to do seven days in a row in a cinema in New York or LA or, or Chicago yeah. and it needs to be on every night three times a day. Yeah, 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 and they so. offered it up. So I was like, well, Jesus, if you want to do it, I'm not going to say no. So suddenly that was kind of in my sort of sights that this might be a possibility. But, you know, like didn't really have the resources. Like, people spend millions. I was talking to one PR guy who says, for every screening they do in the campaign, they budget $12,000. That's just for a screening. So, you know, and they do dozens of screenings, you know. So, people spend millions in these campaigns. But what I did do, I got the film on in LA. I invited a bunch of Academy members. I got the film on in New York. Well done. I went over to have a look. Screen Ireland, fair play to them because it was an Arts Council film. Screen Ireland came up with a few bob for me and it just about got me over there. It was about the equivalent of the canapes budget <laughs> on a big campaign. But I said, fuck it, I don't want to die wondering, Joe. Yeah, Do you know and, what I mean? Like, the, I mean well, well, once you start rowing from Bray, you're, you're bound to get, <laughs> go round <laughs> to, to the West Coast and head <laughs> off. Um, so that's, that's, that's what, what, what were you disappointed didn't get in on? Well, obviously Barry... And Paul and Andrew didn't didn't get a look in, did they? No, well, they didn't get a yeah, shot. Yeah, and I think I haven't seen Andrew and Paul's film yet. Like, but uh, I know the director's work that he's tremendous, and everyone's talking, you know, really, really positively mm. about it. I think I'm going to see Poor Things on Saturday, and I'm really looking forward to it. And actually, your your listeners might be interested. Robbie Ryan's going to be there. The, the guy who shot. Oh it, wow! That's a, yeah, so that's in Lighthouse at quarter to three on Saturday. I just booked my tickets, so uh, so the tickets still available. Yeah, I think, think so. Okay, you heard it. You heard it. And and will Robbie? Would he get up and say a few words, or is there a Q oh, and A? I think there's a chit chat. I think there's a chit chat oh, with Donald Clark. Oh, uh, the wonderful uh, Donald Clark. Yeah, but Robbie, you know, like cinematographers don't really get the yeah. publicity that other filmmakers do. But he's arguably our greatest 
filmmaker or a living filmmaker. And if you look at the influence he's had and the projects he's worked on and the people he's worked with, he's a real and he's a real character as well. So it'll be an interesting chat. Okay, okay. Let, well, let, let's give our listeners a show uh, a, a quick one on this. Well, well done for mentioning it, Luke. Poor things, yeah, no uh, thirty-five millimeter. That'll be some quality. Plus yeah. a and A with Robbie Ryan, the cinematographer. Now, as a, a cinematographer, as far as I know, and I'm, it's quite close to being a director, isn't it? You're looking, you're you're getting the look of the movie. Your yeah, yeah. your head has it's, to be. You're kind of in charge of how it looks, basically. Yeah, that's, that's wow. your job. And and in these big productions, they have their own department. And okay, it's Get a funny thing. There's a lot of amazing Irish ones around. Seamus McGarvey, Rory O'Brien, Susie Lavelle, Kate McCullough was uh, did amazing work on Colleen Kuhn. So there's a whole generation of really really talented uh, DOPs knocking around or cinematographers from Ireland that might not have been around 30, 40 years ago. You know. Yeah, that's well. Um. I'm just saying to people, try and try and get try and get in now if you can, if you can, because um, poor things with Robbie Ryan in attendance in the Lighthouse Cinema, in that beautiful, beautiful cinema in Smithfield in Dublin. Uh, this this coming um, Saturday, the 27th of January, and it's um, there's still tickets on sale. I'm still I'm looking here. Go on, get in quickly, get in quickly. Uh, there's still t- tickets on sale, and that's in the lighthouse at uh, two forty-five on Saturday. And w- if the lighthouse are listening, will you let us know uh, when it's sold out? I don't want to be keep telling people, but that that is that is a gift. That is a gift. That's great. The Real life uh, in front of you, and yeah, taking your with, questions and all that. You know? With eleven nominations, you watch the movie. And then you, you then then you can ask a question, or you can actually listen to the questions and the answers. Sounds great. Yeah. Okay, Luke, what are you working on yourself? Uh, well, I've a bunch of things in the bubble. I'm doing a bit of a project with some other documentary makers uh, about audience and about getting films out there. And I'm, I have the North Circular DVD and 4K stream. Brought that out for Christmas, and we're nearly sold out of that. There's only about 100 copies left of that, so that's in Golden Dish and Tower, and you can get it off North, North Circle at IE as well. And then I have a bunch of projects kind of at that early stage where you wouldn't announce them on the radio because you'd only jinx them. I know, you know what I, I mean? Know, like, I know, so, I know. Uh, so it's it's that difficult period where you're just getting a few things going. But no, it's been an amazing year, unforgettable year, really. You know? And there is creativity in your family. You're, you're, I guess, yeah. Liz, Liz, Liz has, has, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it two novels or many novels there. at this stage? She's written three books and wow. my cousin Connor is a filmmaker and director and his mother Sarah was an artist and, you know, there's always been a bit of that floating around the family, all right, you know, that are mostly doctors, but uh, okay. I'm the black sheep. No, I'm no, the doctor. Well, I, I, I read one of your, your uh, mother's novels. I, 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 I can't tell you what's the first one I thought it was excellent. Excellent. And people know Liz McMahon is from her politics and her ministerial roles and Labour Party campaigning for years and years and years when it was neither popular nor profitable. Thank indeed, Lu- thanks <laughs> indeed, Luke McManus. Where is uh, Anne Fallon? Paul Anthony said he w- he saw Oppenheimer twice. Are you there, Anne? Yes. Come in to me, Anne. Joe. Come in to me. I'm here, Joe. Come I in was to waiting me. for you to finish. Thanks. I didn't want to be interrupting oh, no, you, Joe. Very good. You're very good. Now, <laughs> are, you t- are you thrilled about Oppenheimer? Oh, I am so delighted, Joe, on this stormy Tuesday afternoon. It's just oh, lovely yeah. to get some nice news that involves Ireland and something happy and pleasant. And congratulations to Killian on an outstanding performance. How many times have you wow. seen Oppenheimer? I've two already with Paul Anthony Ward. How many times have you speak freely? 
Okay. Uh, there's nobody listening, is there? No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Just yourself, myself. I saw it about five times. <laughs> yeah. That's nearly 16 just, hours. That's just a movie. That's without going, that's just a movie. going for your popcorn and your, your Smarties and your bathroom. You've, you've yeah. seen Oppenheimer five times. Mm, Why? I have, John. Why? Um, the first time I went, um, well, I didn't really know much about Oppenheimer, but I did a little bit of research. And Crazy. I was with two of my friends. It was a three-hour move, and we had the comfy seats at the cinema and sweets and everything, and it was really, really enjoyable. And you're just drawn in from the very first scene. Um, I think it's the puddle of water, and then all the special effects come in, you know, the yeah. fire and, you know, the noise. And it's just, you're drawn in from the very beginning, and you don't feel the three hours passing. And I think Killian Murphy must appear in every single scene. Oh, it's, so it's, he had to he had to learn all those lines. I I, yeah. I just don't know how he did it. He's just amazing. He's obviously. And I just hope he gets the Oscar. It'd be great for Ireland. Great for Irish um, filmmaking and up and coming um, actors. I yeah. think it's just it's it's brilliant. Um, the and cinematography, I'm, the script. Christopher Nolan is a genius. I've seen a lot of his movies. He's okay. just amazing. And amazing. did you see, and it's a very topical movie as well, because I don't know whether you are following, but the Doomsday Clock, which is how close we are to nuclear Armageddon, which obviously goes back to Oppenheimer, mm. but Oppenheimer, as we know, mm. Um, mm. he argued that the, the nuclear weapons would hopefully ensure that there would never be a war again. But anyway, because of both sides having it. But the doomsday clock is now 90 seconds to midnight, according to the uh, Atomic Institute. In other words, and it's, it's the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. And they say the reason why it's, it's this is the closest ever it's been to midnight, 90 seconds. Um, the reason it's so close, they say, is because of the Ukraine and Russia uh, uh perpetually threatening um, nuclear attack on Ukraine, perpetually gaslighting them, pardon the pun, about their number of secret nuclear facilities, which Ukraine do not have. And uh, mm. th that's what it's, the doomsday clock is uh, 90 seconds. But you, 90 seconds. we just have to, tr we have to forget about that and just oh, be sorry, positive. Yeah. We just true. have to be positive. That's we can't true. be thinking about, we're all going to go someday, Joe. Uh, we don't know when. Hopefully, it won't be for a long time. But yeah, but we all do, but um, but but um, we all don't want to go together. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll take no. it in turns. We'll take it in yeah. turns. Well, then we you, better get our affairs I in know, order. I, so, I, I suspect I'd be long before you and in 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 that well, queue. Nobody knows. Nobody I mean, knows. You just knows, have to make no. the most of every day. Make oh. every day count is my motto. And okay. Well just enjoy the little well things and. You know, congratulations to Killian and, you know, all the Irish actors who've been nominated. It's a great um, thing to be nominated for an Oscar, even if you yeah. don't win. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's, it's great. a huge achievement. And it's great. It's great. You're right. It's great fun as well. Nobody died. Mm. We're all having a laugh. And there's, you know, I just yeah. love going to the cinema, Joe. I get yeah. palpitations walking into the cinema. There's nothing You know, I'm waiting for the movie to come on and I sit through the whole movie, through the credits, Till the very, very end. You sit through the credits. Did you sit through the credits yeah. of Oppenheimer five times? I did. I did. <laughs> because all those people who are involved in making the movie are important as well. 
Yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. You no, know, down to the person who makes the tea. Yeah, absolutely. It's like On what? The movie. It's like when JFK was in. Houston, the, the, the NASA facility are going to put the man on the moon. He said, I'm going to put the man on the moon. And he was walking around and he'd met the astronauts and the engineers and everyone else. And he saw this chap, um, saw this chap sweeping the floor. And being JFK, he went over to him and said, how are you? And he said, great. And JFK said, what do you, what do, you do here? He said, Mr. President, I'm putting a man on the moon. <laughs> so mm. everyone, everyone about. Mm. And is it true Something happened during Michael Collins. What do you mean, Joe? Did someone... Oh, yes. Yes, sorry, yes. yeah. Um, God. I'm a big um, Liam Neeson fan as well. I think yeah. Liam is a brilliant actor and Neil Jordan is a fantastic director and screenwriter. I went to see um, Michael Collins in 96 mm-hmm. and I went into labour during uh-huh. the movie. No. And my baby was born the next afternoon. And what's, what did you call your baby? Kiva. Kiva. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was a girl. <laughs> Obviously. I asked uh, Paul Anthony Ward, what's his favourite movie of all time? I'm asking you the same question now. Oh, Joe, don't put me on the spot I, like well, that's that. That's my job. Um, that's my job. I know it's your job. Um, do you mean Irish movie? Yeah, or I know, but no, no, any movie. Um, when you're when you're fed up and cheesed off in the world that we live in, if you're fed up and cheesed yeah. off, you know where you can get most movies now up on your screen. Yeah. What would yeah. you go for? For me, I go for some like it hot. When I'm fed up like and cheesed hot. off, um, yeah. What I see? Um, I love Nancy Myers, the American screenwriter. I love her movies. I always okay. bawl my eyes out. Um, the Holiday, it'd be up there. Okay. Um, that's one of my favourite ones. That's a kind of a Christmassy one, but you could watch it all year round. Um, the Bridges of Madison County. Oh, yeah. Murray yeah. Street. And, and, and um, of course, the Irish Michael Collins and Some Mother's Son with Helen Mirren and Fanula Flanagan. Well, that was a good one, yeah. And then... Yeah, Jim Scherz. Oh, I love, I love his... I love, I love my yeah. left foot. I loved uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. In the Name of the Father oh, with Daniel Day-Lewis. Incredible, He portrayed incredible. Jerry Condon, one of the yeah, Guilford Four. Yeah, everything, everything um, Jim puts his hand to. Yeah, and Kirsten yeah. as well, it's in the family. Okay, Anne yeah. Fallon, good to meet you, Margaret. Joe at RT.E. 5151, take number. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Robbie Ryan, uh, nominated for an Oscar for Cinematography and Poor Things, is flying, whatever. Robbie will be in the Lighthouse Cinema on Saturday afternoon and he is doing a Q&A, I think it's with Donald Clark of the Irish Times, after a showing of Poor Things. And five minutes ago, there was still, because not many, not many people knew that until Luke McMahon has told us. So snap up your tickets now online, Lighthouse Cinema. Joe Finn, Joe, good afternoon. Hello, Joe, Joseph. Is yeah, well, it's, Hello, Killian, Joe. it's Killian and Rob that are now carrying the flag for Ireland, along with Ed and Element Pictures for Poor Things. But... Um, did you see Oppenheimer? Gone, is he? Yeah. Come back, come back to me, Joseph, if you can. Um, did you see Oppenheimer? I did, yes, Joe, yeah. And what, what did you think? You liked it, obviously. Yeah, great film, Joe. Yeah. Good film. And what about... Bar- great, you, great cast, great cast, Joe. Like, um, 
You know what makes makes the film like it's it's, it's not just a one person. I know Emily it's Blunt. Robert Downey Jr. Right. The, the list, the list is at. Now, did you see disappointment there today that Saltbourne didn't get any, yeah. no, didn't get any nominee? Have you seen that with Barry, Barry Kilgan? I have seen, I've seen Saltbourne, yeah, with, well, with kind of shock, but um, very good film, Joe. Very well made, and very good twist, very good twist, and of course, good actors, actresses, like you know. And, and um, the, the, the scene that, what you say, a few shocks. Um, yeah, well, well, the, you know, some of the scenes were a bit shocky, all right, like, you know. And did they involve, the, our, did they involve uh, our Barry? The, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Well, not naming names, right? No, not naming names. Right? No, no, no name, no, no the graveyard scene. The graveyard scene was... Yeah, I saw just, people... Just a bit too much. It was just a bit too much. Like, too much, okay. There was no need for it, like, you know? Okay. There was no need for it. And I, do you I think... Say, somebody, somebody fell into the water in the, in the Banshees, you know? He should have stayed in the water, okay. you know? I <laughs> wouldn't like to be associated <laughs> with the... Uh, and you, that carry on, you know. And what are you thinking? Barry should not have taken the walk in Saltburn. He's getting great reviews, isn't he? I know. I don't know that scene you're talking about. Um, but could us could Barry bring his granny to see it? Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now, do you think? By the way, now that I have you and you're film buff, do you think, given given that you've mentioned that scene, which you say was unnecessary? Do you think that might have gone against them in the old nomination procedure uh, process that they didn't get into the the last yeah, five? Yeah, it would. It would, yeah, it would wow. absolutely. I, I, um, I just heard about Saltbourne that it might be nominated right on on the radio, and I said, oh, "I must watch that," you know. So, yeah. So I watched it. You know, we watched it there the other night, and uh, didn't have a clue what it was about or the mm-hmm. the plot or anything like that. It was totally all new. And uh, like I say, good, good film, good, 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 uh, good cast again as well. Like you know, but um, and the twists and all that. But it was just there was no need. There was no need okay. for that. Like you know. And just just in case I start watching it this evening, Joe, that scene is near the end, is it? That scene is near the end. Yeah, exactly. Okay. As you say, send the kids up to bed. Okay, and, and and have a cup of bovril, have a cup of bovril or something in your bovril. hand. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 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 you know which which are which are Oppenheimer there like you know your cast you know your Emily uh, Emily Blunt Emily Blunt brilliant and, yeah. uh, you know Tom Conte yeah of course yeah yeah see so, so uh, do, do you remember um, himself and Shirley Valentine Tom Conte yes Al, Albert Albert Einstein played I was trying to I was trying to take <laughs> his face. I was trying to who's that like you know with the with the old face and the mustache. He was and Albert all Albert Einstein and uh, remember Al- the Greek fella on the on the boat. Oh Surely, yeah, yeah. That, that was him. Surely that I was, love you, stretch marks. That was <laughs> that was Tom Conte. That was Tom Conte. Yeah, Tom Conte. Well great, done, great and remember what Albert Einstein said to. Uh, Richard Oppenheimer, when he told him about the atom bomb, he said it'll either be the best thing you've ever done or the worst. Sorry, it'll either be the best thing that ever happened to the world 
or the worst yeah. thing that ever happened to or the, the world, and which is the yeah. sting of the movie, as far as I understand it, that was yeah. was the uh, invention of the uh, atomic bomb. Was it good for the world? You can argue that it was in terms of preventing uh, wars on the scale of the First and Second World War, and then on the other, you know, the other side of the argument. Um, the effect of it, Japan and all the carrying. Okay, Joe Finn, good evening, all good. Joe at RT.ie, back after this. Thank you, Joe. Good evening, all good. Eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Now, Geraldine, Geraldine Board, this is slightly complicated, so take your time. What What did you discover about the Irish Times website, Geraldine, that alarmed you? What alarmed me was that when I went to sign in to um, access the Irish mm. Times online, yeah. which I do five, six, seven innumerable times every day, yeah. occasionally you get thrown to a screen which will ask you to sign in. And um, that's fine. I um, normally just go and sign in, and I have to, in order to do so, mm-hmm. you have to accept cookies, damn cookies, um, under a list of what they call preferences. Right. Now, it was only last Wednesday I noticed that the list of preferences had changed. Okay. And it was longer, and there were five new ones on the bottom, completely new for okay. any anybody signing in. But the thing was that these additional ones okay. would allow other companies yes. to access information about me. Okay, and what you said was you, you went into this list of preferences and the five new items included, uh, they, you, you were allowing them to deliver and present advertising content 47 partners, 47 different that companies. Was, well, yes, and that was just one of them, but there were five. So if I had to go in and decide which partners I, I would accept, mm-hmm. um, I'd have to go through 47 for one of them, okay, maybe the same for another. I would have been, I would have been saying no for far too long. I just wanted okay. to. No, okay, let, 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 let me put it to you. Let, just, just to clarify this for 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 listeners, because obviously it's visual the screen that we're talking about. When you got this new um, um, mandatory piece on your screen from the Irish Times yeah. last weekend, they said you were upgrading. When exactly. when you were asked a question, uh, there I, I don't know if it even was in the form of a question. You you were say please. It says we <laughs> we we and our seventy five partners store and access information on your devices, your unique IDs, uh, ID cookies. This is done to process personal information. To take these actions, we require your your consent. So there was there was a button, so to speak, on the screen which said accept. Is not correct. Yes. Was there a, the uh, okay? Now no, let me let me let me ask you the second okay, question. Go on. If there was an accept button, which is clear, 
and uh, obviously legible. Was there a reject button? Not for these five that's, additional. That's my things. point. That's where I yeah. had the problem at the weekend as well. You, uh, you, 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 on the one hand, they said, you know, this is uh, new offerings and if you go into it, you can see all the companies that will share, share your information with. And then you said accept. And then when, when uh, you presume it's either accept or don't accept, accept or reject. But the word reject or anything like it is not on that screen. To get out of it, and to start reading your paper, which we all want to do, reading the Irish Times, a great website, to get out of it, you have to go into a thing called Manage Settings. Isn't that correct? And Manage Settings, yeah. you almost do each company one, but you'll be there till Christmas. The, 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 you'll be doing the Christmas crossword from December 24th, 24 in the Irish Times by the time you finish it. So, <laughs> I, do, I don't know. I'd be winning crossword prizes. Joe, okay. And, and it, uh, now, are, are you and with the Irish Times? You always have to accept what they call essential cookies, and I've never liked. Yeah, but they... okay. There's interference there. We we have a long statement from the Irish Times just now, but they basically say um, this approach is fully compliant with GDPR and aligns with guidance from the Data Protection Commission. I don't know how anyone who's not a journalist and has the time and the resources can interrogate that, but you have to take, you obviously take their their word uh, for it. Um, they say, we've upgraded its cookie consent management platform. Some subscribers um, experienced technical issues at the end of last week. These issues have now been resolved. The Irish and fully commit GDPR. Um, and if you have any other complaints, please get on to us. Um, all readers can manage well, their consent. Yeah, I haven't tried to find it. Yeah, okay. Well, they say. Okay, well, okay. Well, Geraldine, we, we put in your question to them last Friday when you first contacted us, yeah. and they now say they've changed it. So let's let's see what happens. Okay, but Geraldine, well spotted. That's that's what being a good citizen uh, is all about. That's Ger that's Geraldine uh, Board. Uh, Michael Gilmartin is in Boyle in County Roscommon. Michael, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. How are you? You remember the Carlton, the Adelphi, the Corson. Where was the Corson cinema? I think it was down by the Keys. Um, okay. I think it was. I mean, it's, you, you're going back 45 years now. You know, 50 years. <laughs> you know, so... Um, and uh, the Green Cinema and, and that, yeah. We went, myself and my twin, um, back in the mid-70s, we went up to Dublin for three days and we we saw eight films, wow. one after the other. Wow. You know, that that was in the day when there was a three o'clock, a five o'clock and, and an eight o'clock. And um, I, I don't know, I remember the films, like there was Earthquake and Juggernaut and Towering Inferno and so on. Um, but yeah, because it took a while for the films, the big films to come down the country. So we did a block of them in one go. Yeah. And you, you did that deliberately. That's, you came up to see those movies and you, you picked before because younger people haven't got a glimpse of this, as you know, Michael. But yeah. when I worked yeah. in the, the Metropole in 1969, I was 12 years of age and I was the lift boy and the movie on was Dr. Zhivago. And it was on right. for it was on for over a year because it was only on in one cinema in the country and that was the Metropole and they couldn't go into any other cinemas until the Metropole were finished with it, believe it or not. 
So it yeah, never and I think, the, the popular movies would take what two years to get west of the M50, which wasn't even there at the time. Yeah, I mean, I uh, you, you know that was just the way it was. We had a cinema, we had a cinema in Boyle, and it was a good cinema. But but the, the, the releases took such a long time to come down. And I think around that time, there must have been a lot of big films out together. And so it was a case of saying, well, if we spend three days up there, we'll see eight of them. And we did. Brilliant. And, and Brilliant. I, it's funny, I don't remember where we ate, but I remember the films we saw. And, and we, stayed in the, we stayed in the Ormond Hotel on the Quays at the time. Um, so, yeah. So what, but, OK, but, you remember the films you saw. What films did you see? We saw The Towering Inferno, Earthquake, uh, Juggernaut, Murder on the Orient Express. Um, I can't... Rem- there was there was another four as well. I think some of them might have been over 18s and we were only 15, so I don't want to incriminate myself, you know. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, yeah, and... and, and like it was just that there was a raft of there was a raft of of good films and of course in in the, in, in that time the Adelphi had four screens yeah um, the Savoy had only one and the Carlton had only one and, so, the, Ma- yeah. and the Metropole had only one that's incredible it was and incredibly different one. Yeah, different a completely yeah. different world and then every yeah. every suburb in Dublin every Townland in Dublin had their own cinema, the Fairview Strand, the Gala in Ballyfermot, uh, the list the list goes on, the Grand in Cabra, the list the list goes on. And then in the city centre you had movie houses or picture houses we call them. Uh, the Mero up in Manor Street. We had uh, long before that we had um the Volta which was managed by James Joyce, and that was where Pennies is now in uh Mary Street, Stroke Henry Street in Dublin. And um, there was a cinema on the Quays where Bargaintown is now in Dublin, if you're coming through Dublin. And if you ever stop in yeah. traffic, uh, as well, you will be stopped in traffic no matter where you are in the Quays. We ever stopped in traffic uh, in Bargain, uh, look, look, at the, look above the sign and you can see the shape of the old cinema. And the Fino Cinema was notorious because it was right beside the Liffey, obviously. And some of, the, some of the crowd, depending on what type of movie it was, was it a Western or a war movie? And when they advertised, the Fino Cinema, when they advertised for ushers, one of the prerequisites of being an usher in that cinema was that you had to be able to swim. Because there was a likelihood, especially of a Saturday evening, that a melee would break out outside the cinema and one of the ushers would end up in the Liffey. Thankfully, none of them ever went under. There you are now. There you are now. Yeah. By the way, I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking uh, during the break there at the Lighthouse uh, website. I, I think the Lighthouse website has gone down because <laughs> we revealed 20 minutes ago that Oscar nominee Rob, Rob Ryan, Robbie Ryan, uh, the cinematographer on Poor Things will be in the lighthouse, not not getting popcorn, in the lighthouse next Saturday afternoon, January 27th at uh, 2.45 and you see the movie and then, then Robbie gets up on the stage with uh, an, an interlocutor, I think it's Donald Clark, and um, th- that'll be an absolute treat. I mentioned that about 20 minutes ago, but I see the... Um, 
the, the screen is now telling me, sorry, your request could not be processed right now. Click the button below and try again. We'll ring the lighthouse and see, are they? Just, just to stop people trying to get tickets if it's completely sold out, which I suspect it is. It wasn't because Luke McMahon has got tickets for 25 minutes ago. But he made the magnificent gesture of alerting other people to this gift on uh, this coming Saturday. OK, Michael, have you seen any of the current batch? Have you seen Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah, so it's really good, and um, it, it, I, 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 I hope, um, I hope Killian Murphy wins. I mean, he, he, he was amazing in it. I didn't see, I didn't see any of the others, um, but I, 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 yeah, Oppenheimer was really good. But you know, you, you really can't beat the cinema for watching a film. I know you can watch it on the telly and mm-hmm. big tellies and all that, but the cinema really is the, the only way to watch a good film. You know, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, any any movies you're looking forward to? Um, I can't think of them at the minute. Okay. Now, well, people pe- people seem yeah. to be raving about this one, Poor Things, which has got eleven nominations. Oppenheimer has got uh, thirteen. So um, maybe that's the one. And holdovers, yeah. the holdovers, people. People yeah, are, um, yeah. No, we we saw Wonka. Mm. We saw Wonka recently, and that was a you know that was okay. a good film. Well, but, I can tell you, uh, Michael, yeah. the the two forty five showing of Poor Things in the Lighthouse on Saturday. There was tickets available twenty minutes ago. It's now gone off the screen. It's sold out. Obviously, you can see Poor Things without Robbie Ryan and the Q and A afterwards at half three and uh, nine o'clock in the Lighthouse Cinema. But that's, it looks like, well, not looks like it is. It's gone off the screen. They're not offering yeah, anymore. Yeah, but of course, so that's you, all, so you, I, I, I was going to say, I have to get permission now to go to the cinema. Okay, I understand. I understand. I understand. I, I can't go. I can't go. For, I couldn't go for three days now uh, any anymore. But I'll, I'll, I'll seek permission to see what I can be let go to see. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well done, and uh, the Lighthouse website is now back up, but poor things for 2.45 on Saturday, and I'm sorry I didn't alert the Lighthouse beforehand that I was going to mention it, uh, which seemed to put them under, well, rightly put them under a lot of pressure, um, but I didn't know I was going to mention it either, and it, that's, that session with Rob Ryan is now sold out, but the Lighthouse is a brilliant location. Okay, Michael, go to me tomorrow, get back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. A warning for the vet about poor, the poor things that are our pets and our dogs because there's uh, something happening in Finglas that he's worried about. Michael John Winters. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, good thanks. afternoon. What, what happened? Uh, basically, Joe, we opened our surgery as normal yesterday morning okay. and uh, start, started our morning affairs when um, all of a sudden a number of dogs presented to us showing very unusual and irregular signs. The dogs had lost their balance. They were very, very easily startled and unsettled. Uh, They weren't as responsive as they should be, um, and they were unable to walk. So uh, very distressing. Um, There were two vets on duty at the time, myself uh, and another vet, Tara Lovett, and um, we all of a sudden were faced with a situation where we admitted um, multiple pets simultaneously with these unusual clinical signs. So uh, we were obviously so concerned about this, given the fact that they had all been to the same local park um, Mm -hmm. for a walk uh, yesterday morning, that we put a post out on social media to um, make other pet owners aware. Um, We don't know at the moment what this uh, 
cause of this is, it's some type of intoxication. Um, so at the moment, the patients have and are being treated symptomatically. So that meaning we're giving them intravenous mm-hmm. fluids, supportive measures, supporting their body temperature, their pulse, and um, making sure that, that they're stable whilst uh, we're trying to figure out what this uh, agent is uh, and deal with it. Now, the good news is that a number of patients that were in our care have been discharged home and are, are, are now back to normal okay. and, and are observation in the hands of their owners. So uh, it's a bit of a worry, but um, I suppose the main advice I give to any pet owner in the, the, the Singlet Glass Nevin area, um, if you're walking your pet, uh, make sure they're on the lead. Uh, don't let them out of your sight. Okay. Be very careful if you're going through areas of overgrowth mm-hmm. or unkept areas in parkland because obviously that's harder to spot things. Um, and if your pet is loitering around benches or bins or anywhere like that, maybe mm-hmm. avoid that for the moment because this has been, you know, it, it, this wasn't just one dog in one site. Yeah, this was yeah, multiple yeah. dogs in a large area of parkland. And, you know, for anyone who knows the, the park in question, Johnstown Park, it's a, it's a lovely park. It's full of there's a playground and football pitches and it's a hive mm-hmm. of activity for the local community. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a great resource. So something just unfortunate has happened. Undoubtedly, it, it will resolve and hopefully no pets will be harmed. But it's important that the greater community are aware because there's loads of enthusiastic pet owners in the, the, the Fingless Glass Nevin area and um, you know, they really care for their pets and, and we want mm-hmm. to help them as best we can. And, and Michael, have you ever come across this before? Yeah, I like, it, it, you know, intoxication does occur from time to time. Um, Moulds, uh, funguses, um, even pets eating cigarette butts. I've had pets who've, who've drank, you know, from a can of beer. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, and, you know, they're curious creatures and we do see it. We, everything from mouldy potatoes can even be uh, intoxicated okay. dogs. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 like, you know, the list is endless and that's what makes it so difficult. Um, you know, we, we don't have a huge amount of patients testing that you can employ. So, and, and ultimately, it's, it, you know, the treating the symptoms that the patients have and nursing them through it. And if you know what it is, using an antidote or that. But in this case, thus far, uh, supportive care and good nursing care and TLC seems to be getting these guys over the, over the storm, you know. Okay, okay. Um, Niall Connolly is one of the pet owners. Niall, tell us about your dog. How are you, Joe? Yeah, okay. he's, sorry, my voice is gone today. No, no, no worry, no worry. <clears throat> uh, he's fine today, but uh, yesterday was a bit of a scare in fairness. We, uh, we, normally, we normally go to the park in the morning time after the okay. school run. He has a good run around. He, he was off the lead, but like for the last three years, he's been off the lead. You know, the park allows it that time of the morning. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I brought him home. I went back to work for a couple of hours and I came back and I just realized he was really, really lethargic. Couldn't, okay. Wasn't getting off the sofa. So I got worried, more worried than about, say, about one o'clock. I kind of, I picked him up to try and kind of get him moving and he couldn't stand. Uh-huh. It, it felt like, you know, like he, he was paralyzed or okay. he broke his back or something. He was like literally very scary. So at that, case, at that point, I literally just picked him up, threw him on my lap and I drove down to, to the Fox's Vets and Singles there and they looked after him. Okay, and uh, yeah. anything like this, uh, anything like this, ever happened, Enzo? Before? No, no, he's, no, he's a very healthy dog. No, nothing happened to him at all. Very good, fun-loving dog, and full we, of energy. And did you think the worst? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, God, I didn't think when um, when when uh, they took him off me, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to see him again. To be honest, it's terrible. Really sad because he was like, he was literally like, uh, he was uh, the only thing. It was his whole body was like, it was like holding like a. Uh, like a, like, a, like a statue and only his eyes were moving 
you know that way. Yeah. He was completely like nearly paralysed, and it was it was uh, it was. And he was on he was, he was on a drip for eight hours. He was on a drip from two o'clock till ten o'clock last night. Yeah. Sounds like you've been flushed out of the system. Yeah, and you were you were in shock. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, I was climbing the walls. You could say that for well, at least. And he's a labradoodle. He's a labradoodle. Yeah. Chocolate <laughs> brown. Gorgeous, lovely. Aye, gorgeous. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, And where is he now? Is he recuperating, Enzo? He's he's sitting beside me on the sofa here now as well, looking at me, hearing his name, hearing the words park and driving and all that. So yesterday when he hit, normally when you hear these words, he's up around, he's jumping at you. But yesterday it was just like, he was looking at you like I'm not getting out this selfie, you know the way. Wow, yeah. Which is a uh, forced for him. Okay, you know? okay. Uh, yeah. M- Michael, Michael, J- John. Um, so did, someone said, could it be mushrooms or could it be fungi or? Yeah, like I would suspect going on some of the fecal matter that some of these dogs have passed. Um, you know, it looked possibly an organic product went through went through their system. So mm. yeah, you know, we, we do see mold, we see funguses, we see. You know, we even go down to, like, you know, dogs. I've known a dog to, okay. to eat a piece of a, of, 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 a, of a cigarette or something where maybe... Okay, but it's, in, but it's in John's, it's in Johnstown Park in Finglish. Just be keep your dog on your lead and, and stay vigilant, stay vigilant. Uh, Michael John Winters, go to meet him. Oh, God, Niall Connolly, go to, is Enzo, what's Enzo's second name, Niall? Is it Enzo Connolly or is that... Enzo Connolly, en, yeah, and, yeah, Enzo, yeah. and Enzo Connolly as well. Get well <laughs> soon. Okay, Dara Began, before we finish, Saltbourne, you heard... Hello, Joe. How are you from wet and windy Galway? Okay, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, safe, hopefully I, safe and sound. That's the main well, thing. Well, we've, t- we've tied ourselves to the floor here. Great. So Tell we'll, us about... We'll, we'll do our best. You want to yeah, encourage I, I, people I, to watch Saltbourne. I absolutely... Well, I would say viewer discretion uh, required, but really... The main thing that struck me was one of your callers saying that because of some of the scenes that it would somehow impact on Barry Keoghan's reputation as a superb actor. Mm-hmm. And I just felt the very, very opposite. I, okay. I will say that some of the scenes, I would, one blames the director for the scenes. I loved it. Uh, and I was with a friend who had seen it twice and he picked up more the second time around. And I will go and see it again. I thought it was a superb piece. We talked about it for hours afterwards. It's very deep wow. on many, many levels. Wow. Very dark, okay. very, very Barry Keoghan. And I can tell you, I can't imagine anybody who could have played that part other than Barry Keoghan. It was almost written for him. But even if one doesn't agree with the director's choice of scene or the editor's yeah, choice yeah, of scene, yeah. for the actor who plays those scenes, he was absolutely... It might, it might be a stomach churner in some cases for some people, but as an actor, he pulled it off in a way that... Pardon the pun. In a way that absolutely uh, nobody else could. I thought he was absolutely marvellous in it. As he was in Love Hate, as he was in the Banshees, and and I think it's 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 a it was a perfect vehicle for an incredible talent. Okay, okay, but uh, you gave a hint there that that scene at the end is um just uh, what you call it. Oh, view- the scene at the very end is, view- is fabulous. The scene at the very end is fabulous. It's peppered with a couple of disturbing scenes too. But do you know what? If you've seen the Banshees of Inisherin or any of that ilk, it's it's you know it's 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 uh, it's it's no it's no more stomach churning than that. But it certainly is dark and broody and atmospheric, and Barry Keoghan is just uh, uh, magnificent. Brilliant. Brilliant. Magnificent. Brilliant. Okay, well, he's only a young flit. They're all, all, all very young. Andrew is in his 40s. Killian's in his 40s. Uh, Paul is in his 20s. I think Barry is 
31 and they've great great careers ahead of them and, and there's loads of other fantastic actors fantastic creativity and all the arts and art well done Dara Beg and okay Damien Chanel's done sound Shane Galvin was the producer and Shane Galvin will be a producer someday because he's an absolute genius he's a BCO and Siobhan Hogan was the producer and Ray Darcy next 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie 